Hello everyone, just a quick note from the DM before we get started. You may notice in this episode that a few of us are using new microphones. That's right, brand new microphones that we've been able to purchase thanks to your very generous support on our Patreon. It's the only source of income that we have for the show, and without it, this would not be made possible. So thank you very much to all of our new patrons. You'll notice particularly that Grace and Melissa sound crystal clear. Me, on the other hand, I'm still working on my new mic. I've kind of botched a few settings, so you might notice some growing pains in this session, but I promise that as we continue to use this new gear, it will only sound better and better. Dunsparce and Drampa will never run ads, and the Patreon is the only source of funding that we can get, so we are so incredibly grateful to all of you who have chosen to support us, and now we have a hardware upgrade, which is so, so, so cool. If you're interested in joining the Patreon, check out linktr.ee slash Dunsparce for all of our links, or just go directly to patreon.com slash Dunsparce. Thank you, and enjoy. Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign. Featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies. Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son. Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos. And Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Where last we left the Paco, they found themselves traveling through Petalburg Woods in the middle of Route 104. After coming out the other side of the spooky forest, they found themselves with a new friend being Bud the Talking Toad School, captured by Gimli. With Cindy unconscious due to chewing on an unsuspecting Morlul, the gang locates the nearest urgent care in Petalburg City at about 10pm. They enter the automatic doors of the facility and are greeted by a tired, reluctant receptionist. They say... Hello, how may I help you? Oh god, she's gonna die. Um, roll a performance or a deception or something? <laughs> I think it's performance. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> oh god, she's gonna die. Uh, that is based off charisma, which I have none of. Um, so that's a flat True! Nine. Are you, does this imply your new passive, I'm wondering? This is just me being a piece of shit, so I'm gonna say no. <laughs> okay. The receptionist kind of gauges the group and how Schmidt appears to be the only one who's panicked, and they decide that this is not a total truth. The receptionist looks at everyone and uh, particularly noticing Cindy says, someone looks a little sleepy. What happened here? She took a mushrooms. bite of something she shouldn't. Yep. <laughs> you know how it is with mushrooms. Oh, I'm sure um, you've seen a case or two of mushroom problems. The receptionist nods. And they say, yeah, mushroom problems. That's basically all we know here. We'll take care of her. Come on. The receptionist presses some buttons on like a, a communication device. And there's like a beep boo. And then in a moment, there is a large pink round eggish looking Pokemon that is pushing a stretcher. And it says Chansey in a very kind of iconic kind of way. Um, mm -hmm. And it also has a very, very, very wide brimmed stethoscope. Uh, around its neck or in its ears you can't really tell where its neck ends and its head begins um, but it is around its body and it kind of pushes the stretcher up to Gimli as if to request that something or someone be placed upon it oh, yeah I'll place any down on it okay you do that uh, immediately this Chansey pushing the stretcher uh, takes the, the, the what do you call it the part of the stethoscope that actually stethoscizes uh, stethoscope sizes I don't know <laughs> You're doing great. It does a thing <laughs> and it places it upon Cindy's chest and uh looks this chancy looks very, very focused. 
and then kind of turns to the Paco and, and, and gives a little nod and says, Chancy, and then pushes the stretcher away behind some doors. And the receptionist says, it'll just be a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. I love to imagine that that Chancy just took Cindy in the back, just started double slapping. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> And I also love the implication like that this Chansey is not a nurse like the normal ones are. It's like Dr. Chansey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dr. Chansey. This Chansey went, got a degree, brother. Yeah, you have the receptionist, which is Nurse Joy, and then you have Dr. Chansey. It's the way of the world. When the receptionist said it'll be just a minute, they weren't lying. Uh, a couple minutes later, Cindy comes out groggy, but surviving. And the receptionist says... After looking at a screen at their desk, says, uh, looks like classic case of moral sporing happens to a lot of people. Got to be careful with the mushrooms, especially in Petalburg Woods. We have all sorts of varieties of them. It's a spooky woods on its own, but uh, you definitely don't want to be taking too many risks if you can avoid it. This will run you 75 Pokemon dollars, please. Just like a true urgent care. Okay, Cindy. I hate capitalism these are spoiled by pokemon centers how Uh, many 75 yeah that's fine my socialist utopia of pokemon centers is it's disappearing (laughs) (laughs) yeah the receptionist collects and says is there anything else i can do for you all should should we ask if they've had a not so recent head trauma patient brought in by a buff alexam i mean we might as well yeah while we're here Sure. Right. True. What do you ask? That. Just that. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Um, That. This receptionist will make a roll. They will say, that's oddly specific. Most of our most of our recent injuries are due to similar situations as your friend here uh, involving poisonings or or being forced to sleep. Uh, due to mischievous Pokemon, but we even had a serious trauma in, in, in a few days, so um, I'm not I'm not quite sure if that's exactly what you're looking for, but regardless, due to uh, certain ethical codes, unless you are distinctly family members, I actually wouldn't provide that information anyways. Mm. Uh, yes, laws and stuff, very cool. You guys thought we were playing a, a fantasy game? We're playing real life, baby. I know. This just became real life. You charged <laughs> okay. me 75 for urgent care. I'm going to have to pay my taxes soon. Yeah. yeah. Can I uh, roll I'm, insight I'm... on him to see if he's giving us, like, all the information? Yeah. Not going to be amazing, but He seemed pretty see. truthful. He was like, I don't know, but no laws. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 15? Yeah. Um, What are you trying to gain from this insight? Uh, to, like... I don't, know, I don't know how many days it's been since Sam would have come in. Because he was like, we haven't had anything in the past couple of days. Yeah. So, it's, I don't know. It's been... Trying to suss, suss him out. It's been, what, two days, I think, um, since the event. And it seems like this person isn't uh, holding withholding information necessarily. Based on their role, they are reporting accurately to the best of their knowledge. So you haven't seen any buff alakazams? They'll kind of beat up. They're going to make a roll. And they say, that sounds very distinct. I have not. However, once upon a time, uh, we did have a resident. We had a doctor resident. Uh, another another Chansey species Pokemon. And they, they were incredibly buff. And it was quite impressive to see. However, mm. I, never in my life have I seen a buff Alakazam. 
Love mm. Chansey. Like a Chansey with abs. So she's not here at this urgent care. Is there like somewhere that Cindy would know is like the big hospital of the area? Yeah, roll, roll wisdom. I got a nat 20. Oh uh, a nat 20 on your wisdom. That's mm-hmm. very good. Cindy realizes that because she's a Hoenn native and she's been all over, the largest cities have the most established quality care for people and Pokemon just in general. So that leaves really like three options. That leaves Marvel City. That leaves Lily Cove City, and that leaves Masadeep City. Whether or not it's true that Sam is hospitalized or is at any of these locations, um, those are like the hospitals where if you got hurt somewhere and the hospital like in Petalburg, for example, couldn't handle you, they would send you out there either via helicopter or a special medical Pokemon. I do relay this information to the group. It's like, I don't think Sam's injuries would have her sent here. She Kaz probably would have taken her somewhere bigger. The party receives this information. That's fair. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. Uh, you are in this kind of sterile waiting room. There's this kind of weird, grungy, but kind of wiped down looking chairs and tables and stuff. It's dark outside. There's streetlights. But yeah, it's like nighttime. What is next for the party? Shall we uh, sleep at the Pokemon Center for the night? Or yeah, check out the old. nightlife? Are we really nightlife Maybe. people? Is there, there Petalburg nightlife? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you, what the fuck happens like, when Petalburg? I think about Petalburg? I don't think I think about the, the nightlife. You know? Petalburg nightlife is my kind of nightlife for That's real. It's true. It's just cottage core nightlife. Um you can truly investigate if you want. I mean you're gonna go outside, so uh like go and catch some fireflies at a bonfire kind of nightlife. Ooh. Yeah. Um if Gimli would give me like a straight D twenty roll, uh, we can see what's actually going on tonight. Eleven. Eleven, okay. That's something. Uh, there is a particular establishment on the southern side of town that uh, kind of seems like just a, a humble, humble little building. And uh, there are kind of lights jutting out of the windows. You can't quite see what the sign is on it because it is dark out. It is not well lit. It's a little far away. But there is fairly loud party music with your like boom, 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 boom kind of thing. And uh, every now and then there is the sound of like a crash, like boom and the objects scattering. Uh, and there's sounds of laughter from inside, and that is apparently the only particularly active thing that is happening at 10 p.m. in Petalburg City, which, by the way, does call itself a city, not particularly city-like. That sounds like fine. Can we go? Oh, I mean, I'm suppose. on board, man. You can if you like. Yeah. Cindy is wide awake because she already had her nap. <laughs> yeah, you were sleeping the whole time. They're like, I'm there to party. Great. Yeah, you may in fact enter um, as you approach. You see, yeah, as you get closer to the sign, you're able to read it. It is, says Petalburg Lanes, and what you're approaching is, in fact, a bowling alley. Uh, it is very small. There are only four lanes inside. Uh, however, it is very quaint and nice, and the music is way too loud for the fact that there is, like, six people in here, and they are all, like, just family groups, and they seem kind of sleepy, like they've been out too late. Um, but they are enjoying some sodas. They are enjoying some some fried dough and French fries, and they're just doing some bowling. And there's a greasy-looking teenager who's working the door, and he says, Oh, a new group. Can I get you some shoes? You guys want to do some bowling? Yes. I hate bowling Absolutely. Shoes. No. You hate bowling shoes. They don't look good on you, yeah. Okay. Cindy practically throws her shoes at the kid. Okay, great. Like, take my shoes. I want bowling shoes. Um, no bowling in boots, huh? Yeah. If you guys, uh, if you guys want to do some fucking bowling, uh, <laughs> it'll it's gonna cost you 
eh, for adults, if the care was 75, this is going to cost you 15 Pokemon dollars each. Mm-hmm. If you wish to do so. No problem, dog. <laughs> no uh, child fee for Cindy. Oh, oh, true. True. Cindy is young. Um, their child policy is 12 and under, but Cindy is welcome we to, them. to try and convince. Can I roll deception? You absolutely may. <laughs> uh, I got a natural roll of 19 with yeah. my plus five modifier. I think I did okay. <laughs> Not only does this kid believe you, but this kid also is like 13 years old and he thinks that you're cute. And uh, he gives you the nicest looking shoes. Um, (laughs) He gives you any kind of bowling shoes that you want, actually. So if you have a design in mind, he will reward you with them. He wants like flames on the side. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he actually gives those to you without even asking. Yeah, flaming flaming bowling shoes without question. He says, these shoes are lit, bro. (laughs) Yes. He does, in fact, say that. Um, that is correct. Like if it wasn't if he wasn't described as a greasy kid, yeah. I don't think it would be as weird. He's got greasy hair and he's got acne and he's just an awkward teenager, you know? Just let him mm-hmm. let him be let him be weird. Yeah. But Timothy is is on his name tag, if you were wondering. Hmm. But if you don't thank want you, to Timothy. Uh, you thank him and he blushes and he says, Oh, you're welcome. Have fun. What is the child rate for uh Oh yeah, uh, it is six Poke Dollars. Whoa. Hell yeah. Big old discount. That's a huge discount. What the heck? Yeah, pretty That's good. Like Are the rest of you going to try and lie about it? No. <laughs> I, no, I, I don't I think am, so. I'm clearly 40. <laughs> There's a senior discount. Like I'm 12. <laughs> no, no, I'm not that old. My the fraud's th- too big. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Pedalberg is that it's all basically children and old people. Like, there's not many, uh... I guess everyone's on their Pokemon journey, right? That's how that works. Or they... I mean, you would probably assume, based on the cities that you've been to, that they um, they commute to either Rustboro or Mauville. Right. Um, that makes sense, actually, yeah. Petalburg is just kind of a little residential kind of family town on the sea. People go there to retire. There are things to do, but it's like, you know... Um, anyways, bowling, I, this particular attraction, sorry to peel back the curtain a little bit, but, uh, this particular attraction I generated from a table. So I didn't know you guys would actually be doing this. However, I did find D and D bowling. Uh, let's, so we're going to do it. Uh, whoever gets the best score is going to receive a prize of some sort that will be determined as, as you guys bowl. Uh Um, this is pretty straightforward. So we're going to do. Uh, Pokemon Bowling World, we're going to say, has f- five rounds, just to keep it simple, okay. keep it straight. Do I have advantage due to my previous bowling experience? You absolutely do. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a session zero attribute we gave you, and you never used it. <laughs> so let's uh, <laughs> let's freaking do it. Let me get my notebook for keeping track of bowling scores. I literally, I'm serious, I had no idea this is what we'd be doing, but I'm very happy that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that it is. This is a slice of life episode. All right, expect we're gonna expect fucking bowling. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's that was me typing into Google bowling D and D. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, just one more little flavor description. Again, there's like disco lights and stuff going on, and there's some families. There's one lane open, and the four of you get it. Um, there's some people with their Pokemon out. There's one kid who has kind of oh, you've seen this Pokemon before, so I won't just describe it. They have a Bulbasaur. Uh, the only other Bulbasaur that you've seen was a shiny one. This one is normally colored. 
and it's kind of grooving. It's got its vines out, and it seems like it's the most awake out of everyone in the family. And it's kind of dancing to the to the funny disco bowling alley music. Um, you pick the lane all the way on the right because that is the open one. Now, here's another question too: Are we doing teams or are you going individually? Oh, individually. I gotta smoke these clowns. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so here's how bowling. Did you say that out loud? Yes. Does oh, anyone want to? On. <laughs> okay. I'm just here for vibes. Can we put the bumpers I, I on? I pull out my bowling glove from my bag. Oh my god. They're uh, all shaking. Schmidt is like yeah. already eyeing the bowling balls, like trying to like find the one that feels the perfect way. Are there bumpers as an available bowling option? Um, there are bumpers available. They are patterned like Savipers, which that's... that is lit. Oh, they're patterned like kitties. Yeah, I love kitties. Um, you're welcome to play with them, or you play with them like just with Cindy. Uh, that is, I have too much pride for that. I can't have bumpers. Okay, do you want to no, keep no. it fair for everyone and tell Cindy no, or do you let Cindy play with bumpers? Oh, she can have the handicap. Okay, great. In that case, oh wait, I can math this out perfectly. Then we will begin bowling five rounds. Uh, let's get an order. I guess roll initiative. Perfect. That's so funny. 17. 17, okay. 18. Ooh. 19. No way. Oh. Where's 14. the 14. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cindy's age. so funny. Okay, Elodie, Schmidt, Ginley, Cindy. Get ready to bolt. Um, the balls are all in different sizes, and they're all patterned like Pokeballs. Who would have thought? That's, That's crazy. crazy. Um, the lightest ones are all Pokeballs, and then they go up in scale to, to catch intensity. The heaviest ones are Master Balls. Very fun. Very, very cool little design for this place. All of the bowling pins are shaped in such a way that look vaguely familiar like a Pokemon. In fact, a Pokemon that Elodie was thinking about um, just earlier today in the museum gift shop. Uh, they look, and Cindy might recognize them. Cindy, make a intelligence check. Intelligence. That's a that one. Now Cindy one's. knows nothing. Cindy knows nothing. If anyone knows anything about these Pokemon, it's Elodie. Um, they look like... God, how do you describe them in bowling pin form? Um, half of them are white with blue features, and half of them are white with red features. And if this makes any sense at all, one of the, like, all the blue pins look weirdly like a masculine kind of bird, and all the red pins look like a kind of feminine kind of bird. Are you picking up what I'm putting down here? I get what you're talking about, Okay, yeah. <laughs> great. Uh, I don't understand. Can you explain? I'm still lost. Can you explain? Yeah, I will go. I will just slow down this time. So all the bowling pins. How many bowling pins right, are in a right, rack, right. actually? I should know this. Mm -hmm. uh, ten. Ten. So in each rack, five of the bowling pins are blue. And for some reason, I mean, they're white with blue features. Um, and in fact, they have an additional feature in the middle of them. Uh, there is a symbol. Is it a triangle? Yes. So in the middle of the white pins with blue features, there's a red triangle uh, in the center of it. And in the middle of the red pins, of the white pins with red features, there's a blue triangle in the middle of it. They look really like birds, if birds were bowling pins. And the blue one has strangely a masculine vibe, and the red one has strangely a feminine vibe. That is, that is the description. Oh, is it, it Latios and Latios? The bowling pins are based on Latios and Latios. Great. I, I could have just said that, but I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to I, go backwards. Okay, I'll explain it again. So the bowling pins, they're all white. No, I'm not explaining what? it. Again. Okay. 
Oh, white. <laughs> I just want. I just think that would be cute. Okay. Yep. And they're I vaguely agree. bowling pin shaped, and they're Hoenn related, so uh, we're doing That's it. Good. <laughs> Anyways, first in initiative order, uh, we have Elodie. So here's how this is gonna go. Um, you can use strength or dex, whichever is higher. And if you're proficient in bowling, uh, in <laughs> I am. I think that would just be lying. Yeah, we would. We were only giving proficiency to to Gimli at this point. I think advantage might be a bit too much. Yeah, so we're gonna give you a proficiency bonus, and everyone else chooses their strength or dex. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, roll d twenty. Uh, one through twelve is a straight miss, except Cindy. Cindy will not miss because bumpers. I have actually gotten a gutter ball with bumpers on in real life, so it is possible. <laughs> Okay. Just putting that out there. No, that that does make the math worse, unfortunately, because like we can. No, it doesn't. If we'll I get do it that. in that one, I yeah. can just like that one. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yep, yep, that works. That totally works. And then thirteen through twenty-one, which is your dirty roll, not your natural roll, um, will determine how many. Or I guess technically twenty-two will determine how many pins you knock uh, in one go. It may be impossible without a nat twenty to knock all the pins if your strength or dex is not high enough but i think everyone has enough strength or dex to make that happen i certainly do anyways elodie round one please roll 1d20 and then roll another one if you don't get a strike perfect okay first one was a 10 okay uh dirty 10 right all these numbers with math yes okay um elodie bowls into the gutter second bowl i'm a, I'm a little nervous guys i'm not gonna lie sweaty hands Knees weak, arm spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm really nervous. The uh, that was a nat one. Oh my god! Um, Elodie's hands are so sweaty. She bowls the ball, and it rolls into the other lane where the Bulbasaur family is. Uh, roll it again to see how many of their pins it knocks down. <laughs> <laughs> Please be a nat twenty. Uh, uh that was a twelve. It was a 12. Um, a 12 is also a miss, so it goes straight into their gutter. And they all kind of look at Elodie judgingly, and they are a little uh, upset. And they're, they're murmuring to themselves. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Elodie, have you been bowling before? Yes. Do they have that in the Kalos region? We definitely have bowling in Kalos. Mm-hmm. Big old goose eggs for Elodie. For shame. Uh, Schmidt is up next. I guess I also should be asking which balls are you choose. Uh, it's just like poke it great ultra master. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows you go to a bowling alley. The first thing you do is choose the ball you're going to roll with the whole time. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Schmidt's yeah. already been eyeing down his ball. Yeah. He's going to pick a nice uh, ultra ball. Love it. Great. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You may roll 2d20, but start one at a time. Oh, okay. That's a crit. <laughs> That's a crit. Schmidt immediately gets a strike. Schmidt no longer bowls for this round because he has the total max total points. Well done. Schmidt like goes up to Gimli, like puffs out of his chest, like what? <laughs> what? Pretty good. You're gonna um, love this. Gimli, <laughs> it's your turn. I pick up the master ball. Uh -huh. I rolled. Uh -huh. I got a crit. Answers <laughs> <laughs> he... right back. Hold up. Elodie's crying. Elodie's in the corner right now. Uh, crying yeah, is a free action. <laughs> uh, Cindy. Lowers the Seviper bumpers. Um, Cindy rolls a d12 instead of a d20. And uh, okay. you, you may do so. Okay. Because my, my strength or dex is plus one. Okay. So. Yeah, it's it's right. fine. We'll just bumper it up. I got an eight. You got an eight. Cindy knocks 
down seven pins. There are three remaining. All right, so roll again, another mm-hmm. d twelve. Yep. I got a twelve. A twelve. All oh my god, you got them. All the remaining pins are knocked, so that is a spare. Four. Yay. I give her a high five. Good job. Yeah. Great. That is round one. The disco music is now turned to like a kind of rock power ballad, I think akin to like um, that Aerosmith power ballad. What's that one called? Uh, Don't want to miss a thing. Like the Pokemon version of that is playing. Uh, so just so you we know. We need to make our own Pokemon oh, version God. of that now. Aerodactyl Smith. I love it. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Shut up, Grace. That's too good. Um, we gotta make Aerodactyl Smith shirts. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you'll notice that two lanes down, um, there is like an awkward teenage couple, uh, and they aren't really bowling. They are kind of just cuddling, um, and they like this song. Let's do round two. Uh, Elodie's up first. She's gonna sigh as she walks over. Mm. Twelve. Twelve. 12 yep. is the highest possible roll you can have and miss. So that uh, goes in the gutter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is it's okay, guys. It's okay, yeah, guys. You're doing it's great. Okay. Three for three. Okay. Pretty good. You got this. Okay. 17. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, nice. Elodie ends up knocking five pins. There are five remaining, and then the rack re-racks itself. It's interesting. It doesn't seem like a mechanism. Um, you see lots of like little creature hands that like kind of really swiftly like just pick everything up really quickly, and then they go back into hiding like behind the wall. God, imagine just using a psychic Pokemon instead. You know, they they got what they got. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So yeah, Elodie gets a good five points for that one. Uh, Schmidt, you're up next. This is just a straight D20 and a modifier? Yep. Oh, sorry. Strength or dex, whichever's higher. Strength or dex mod. Okay, I was about to say, that I could make an argument that this is a dexterous activity. Yeah, it is. It's one or the other. Uh, that would make it a 17. Okay. With a 17, you will knock five pins. You may roll again. Uh, that one's a seven. Okay, seven is a gutter. I'm so sorry. Schmidt ties with Elodie for round two. Um, oh, no. Gimli, you're up next. Uh, first one is a 17. Okay. You are also knocking five pins, as 17s tend to do with the previous two players. Uh, next was a 20. Uh, natural 20, dirty 20, dirty 20? Uh, dirty. Okay. Um, that will, in fact, get you a spare. Nicely mm-hmm. done. Um, there are splits. We just haven't encountered them yet. So uh, cool. we're, we're chilling. You're, you're, just, you're getting good bowls. Uh, Cindy, last but not least for round two. All right. I got a six. On my D12. Six on your D12. Mathing. Sorry. We will just make that also five pins. Sick. You may roll again. That's a nine. A nine will, based on this chart that I definitely prepared and I did not pull uh, from the internet last minute, that will result in a split where you have docked a total of eight pins, but you have missed two of them. But that still gives you the highest score. No, just kidding. Because uh, Gimli got a spare. Um, that gives you a higher score than LD and Schmidt, which is pretty cool. So Yeah. Nice. That's round two. We're going into round three. Does anyone have any questions or flavor before I start describing things? Uh, yes. Um, LED's going to be like, you know, I think I think our Pokemon are missing out on the fun on this. And <gasps> she's going to take out her Pokemon to watch. Wow. Which four does she have on her? Uh, she has... 
cabbage the El Creamy, okay. uh, bubblegum the Brion, grape juice the Swampert, key lime the Curlia. I think actually she's probably not going to take out grape juice because uh, she's too big. Um, okay. But she will take out uh, aubergine the Perloin. Great. Perfect. Is it four or five? Sorry, it's five. I, five. I did in fact lie. I said the wrong number. You guys have unlocked five. Um, but Elodie sounds out four. She sends out those four that she just described. Um, they all have uh, differing reactions to the environment, but they're all positive uh, because Elodie's Pokemon know how to party and a bowling alley is a good time. Yeah, I guess you can just go ahead and do round three. Can I have them Elodie's party time me uh, to give me... Uh, an extra d8 that i can use uh, on bowling bowling cheating <laughs> absolutely you may that is great i do need a description of flavor as how they encourage or inspire you though do they do it as a group is it just one of them what's going yeah, on they're here? definitely going to do it as a group okay. uh they're going to start uh singing along to uh the aerodactyl smith song <laughs> great great they do that don't um, want to close my eyes <laughs> Don't want to fall, Marip. Because I miss you, baby. Uh, and I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, they all start singing along. Um, the the teenage couple in the lane two lanes down start making out because of how impressive. The, actually, role, role performance, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, because of how impressive the, the show is of them singing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why they're making out. No, it, it, they started right at the <laughs> climax, you know, of the song, and it just got really emotional and romantic. Bad. And what'd you roll? Like uh, this, is, this is Elodie's yeah. performance, or yeah, just key. Uh, uh, give me Elodie's performance as like a group. Crying right now. Uh, that's a nineteen. That's a nineteen. Yeah, damn. Okay, so my description was accurate. Everyone feels like the mood just like get so much more whatever they were feeling that was positive whether it's fun whether it's the teenagers on the date whether it's the greasy kid who has a crush on cindy they all their emotions are all amplified and as is elodie's emotions trying to get this bowl happening so you may roll your d20s okay are we i mean it's an extra d8 i don't know if that's too much i can i can nerf it if i mean you're all gonna use it once so that's true i think it's fine okay Ah, well, I rolled a one for that one anyways, uh, but the total was 21. Uh, oh, for both rounds or your first round? Or for my first round. Oh, uh, 21 will... Not, sorry, not 21. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Um, dirty 20 will knock you uh, eight pins. Eight pins. It's not, if anyone's wondering, it's not like a straight linear kind of scale. They have, they vary and they have split chances, so... Um, based on what you roll eight pins knocked okay second roll second roll another dirty 20 okay based on how this split worked out you do get the spare so congratulations very good teamwork baby all right schmidt you're up do you wish to enhance your performance anyway oh yeah we're doing some horseshit hell yeah um quacko is already out yes correct. i want to bring out uh realize I got a lot of big boys on me right now. Yeah, it's just going to be Quacko and Jessica. Quacko and Jessica, love it. Um, they yes. hit the field. As you send them out, roll me a perception. Snat <laughs> one, dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you don't notice anything in particular. Your birds are here to support you. Uh, what do they do to support you? Well, no, I'm nervous. 
Uh, so they are going to be like course correction, right? Uh-huh. So Jessica with Hurricane, Quacka with Air Slash. Oh, if hell the ball yeah. starts to go in the gutter, that's <laughs> like going to be like an air bumper to bump it back and forth. Okay, your opponents may see this and they may accuse you of cheating, uh, which could result in a deduction. Do you still want to move forward with this? They all have to make mm. their own perception checks, um, and versus uh, a deception check that you make. So keep that in mind. Mm. They could see it and not accuse you of cheating, but it is something that is, is definitely potentially visible. Cindy's literally okay. using bumpers and will not say anything. <laughs> New game plan. New game plan. New game plan. Okay. I'm going to have Oracorio uh-huh. do a dance mm-hmm. and use Captivate to draw their attention. Okay. While I'm cheating with Quacko. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I can't believe we've ended up like a year and a half into this campaign. <laughs> I can't believe the, des- the description we just described was using Pokemon to cheat at bowling. That is so funny. Oricorio um, uh, may roll a performance check to see how successful this is. That's a 16. 16, yeah. Oricorio's uh, got a lot of energy and is vibing to the music in this bowling alley, and it's pretty pretty convincing. Um, if anyone... The players know that Schmidt is trying to cheat, but if anyone wants to catch him out on it, they have to um, make a DC 16 perception check with disadvantage is something that they have to do. Um, That being said, we'll just treat Quacko's course correction as... hmm. I was going to say, can we treat it like a bumper roll? Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, um, you can can use D12s here. That's a two. (laughs) Oh, wait, I had dex. 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 That's a five a five okay with a five on d12 you managed to knock two pins okay 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 it went so poorly there's no way i noticed him cheating yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that was an eight an eight on a d12 uh yeah that's only six pins um yeah it's uh, you are you looking at my table <laughs> um, no i can just do math <laughs> yeah that is in fact six pins um schmidt knocks a total of eight here Jessica has a good performance, and no one, if they do notice Quacko, they don't really care to call it out on it anyways, but um, total total of eight for this round. Uh, anything else for you? We're going to Gimli. Disappointed my entire family. <laughs> you uh, cheated and still did worse. <laughs> Walker's in the Draconage Village just shaking his head. He just knows <laughs> you've made a mistake. I, I sense somewhere my, my lineage has been disappointing. <laughs> Because we know Walker was an avid bowler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you never know. Gimli. All right. Crit this one. <laughs> okay, that is, in fact, a strike. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, Gimli God doesn't damn. even need to cheat with his Pokemon like Elodie no. and Schmidt. I mean, Elodie didn't really I cheat. She just got inspired. But... Very cool. This Miners Bowling League is very serious. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Cindy, lower the bumpers and give me your rules. Cindy's gonna let out uh, Larvastar and Izzy just to get them some uh, vibes. Yeah, they love some vibing. Experience, just like vibe, dance to the music, and hang out because they're little. They're both yeah. pretty little. Larvastar just kind of chills. They're a little sleepy. It seems like they get a lot of energy from the sun. This is a fun environment for Izzy. Izzy's kind of excited. Izzy's kind of like scurrying around and like climbing up the wall a little bit and is like mm, like sticking out his tongue like to, to get a surveillance of the area and it it detects it detects some fried dough being made and it Izzy thinks about going to go snatch some um, and quietly looks at Cindy for approval. I 
I give Izzy a couple pokey dollars to go and buy some fried dough. <laughs> okay, yeah. Izzy places it in her mouth and rushes up to where it's being made. And you may bowl now. <laughs> he just uh, gave Pokemon money and he's like, I'm going to go pay for this fried dough. I rolled a six for my first roll. Great. Um, that will knock you five pins. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, and five. An, yeah, yeah. It's five, an yeah. eight for my second. And there is a split on that. I'm calculating. You do make the split. That is, in fact, a spare. Nicely done. Uh, round four is about to begin. This is the penultimate round. Uh, the vibes are still good in this place. They've moved on from power ballads, and they've moved on to the Pokemon world equivalent of um, the, uh, the Six Flags theme, whatever band, whatever group did that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's playing now, whatever whatever that is. Um, it's in a, oh, an old man dancing somewhere. Yeah, probably. Um, it has the, yeah, it has the, like, we like to party vibes, you know. So it's classic 11 p.m. bowling alley nonsense. Anyways. uh, Oh, and Izzy. Yeah, this is enough time has passed here. Izzy returns with some fried dough and starts munching on it. It smells really good. All the Paco and their Pokemon can detect that it smells pretty, pretty good. Uh, I take a bite if Izzy lets me. (laughs) Sure, Izzy will let you. You're Izzy's trainer. Um, It's great. It's just grease and sugar and fat. So you can't go wrong. It is very good. How much was the the fried dough? Uh, Izzy has no money, so oh, but you didn't say how much you gave Izzy. We're gonna we're gonna say that no. you gave Izzy three Pokemon dollars because it has to be a little inflated because it's a bowling alley. Yeah, it's a bowling alley. Okay, cool. That's reasonable. Elodie, you're up. Okay, now we're shifting gears. Now we actually are in fact cheating. Cool. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. We all could have uh, had bumpers. I just want to point out how straight laced I've played this game, and I'm destroying. <laughs> you guys are cowards. <laughs> well, you I'm had some dumb advantage. Could... Yeah, practice. It, we did plan it in session zero, and it's never come up until this it's moment. Never come so. up. I am canonically good at bowling. We have to let this happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's totally fair, and I don't think I have any chance of winning. I just think cheating is funny. Yeah, it is. Um. <laughs> I have to be bad about it I to, for the integrity of the game. Uh, yeah, key lime. If I don't want this. I mean, I have key lime. Uh, try to use her psychic abilities to uh, keep me on track. Oh, interesting. My little bowling ball on track. Keep you. Yeah. I'll keep the ball on track. I was like, is she manipulating right. your body? But no, it's the ball. No, 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 no. Yeah, the okay. ball itself. Sure. Yeah, you okay. you can do that. Um, okay. Yeah. Roll roll an intelligence check, I suppose. Okay. To see what kind of bonus you can get. A six. Six isn't very high. No. We, I, it's going to be worse than bumpers, but I have to determine what exactly that's going to be. Just as add plus four to, to your roll. Cool. Down for that, for sure. Yeah. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah, you clearly needed it. You knocked down two pins. Um, they are on the side, so there's no chance for a split here. So you may roll again. Dude, I suck. Uh, okay. Mm, Eleven. Oh, that's a miss, Elodie. <laughs> Elodie, I, I don't know what to tell you. You are not winning. I will say that. Um, no, I don't think so. Y- your Pokemon are proud of you for trying. You know what? That's all that matters, actually. Elodie's got to lose at some things, right? So that's true. <laughs> Can't be a winner at everything. Yeah, this is my game. Schmidt, you're up. Cool. 
We are still cheating. Great. <laughs> Again, I'm waiting for a good roll to actually try to perceive if you're cheating, but so far, oh, the cheating has not worked. Uh, 11 with the dex mod. <laughs> are you cheating or is that a roll? Oh, is this cheating? That is cheating. That was the D12. You're oh. doing the same cheating from before. Yes. Okay, I'm I'm going to need uh, a reiteration of the distraction that you're doing with Orcorio in that oh, case. Oh, with Orc. That's right. That's We're treating right. it like initiative, right? So. Yeah, we'll just do it again. Uh I just looked at Captivate and it was a DC. But, you know, it's it's fine. I rolled the 19 on the die. It's yeah, good. It's we're, all We're going to keep doing it this way. <laughs> uh, just because I really want to give you another chance. This is the last time I'm going to let you do it. I do want you to make a wisdom check uh, on the situation. Oh, Perception wisdom check. check. Okay. Give me above a 14. That is, uh, did not make it. I'm sorry. Okay, that is fine. There is a mystery that you will never know. Or you can roll again in your next round and see maybe if I let you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you may do your cheat roll the same way you did last time. Do I catch him? Mm -hmm. Do I give you the same roll I did earlier? Uh, You get the same bonus, which was bumpers. So yeah, you get, yeah, 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 yeah. That's nine. Nine total? Yeah, we're going to give you seven pins. Um, there is a split, so you may not get a spare. Depends on what you roll. So I rolled perception with this advantage. Yeah, would you? Yeah, yeah. I got a 14. Okay. What's the DC on Captivate? Uh, it's 13. Okay. We're going to say mm. that Gimli did in fact see Schmidt cheat there with Quacko. Oh, hey. <laughs> I also saw him cheat, but I'm not going to say anything. Even though you didn't roll, we're just going to, yeah, just canonically, yeah. I didn't know. I rolled. I, I rolled oh, and I, I got it. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. Cool, cool, cool. Cindy is blissfully unaware, eating fried dough and just having a good time Great. with her little Pokemon. Great. Schmidt, you're cheating? What, what is how do, this? How do what I about the integrity of the game? How do I respond to this? Uh, 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 uh. You can take your time. I have no thoughts have, in my head right now. We have Pokemon for a reason, Gimli. Like, it's not cheating. What about skill? This is a skill. He's using his resources. What about integrity of the game? <laughs> I spent hours practicing. Hours. Okay, I haven't. <laughs> well, get good. <laughs> you you could just use bumpers like me. Right, the bumpers. And he's doing it respectfully. Why don't you? Hmm. <laughs> mm, I almost said a this bad word. No, this is cooler, though. <laughs> is it? Is it cooler? to be a cheat. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? Quacko can't help me because me and Quacko are basically the same person. So if that's how Quacko bowls, that's how Quacko bowls. Quacko's not bowling. Quacko bowling now? <laughs> I didn't see Quacko pick up the bowling ball and throw it in. Well, Quacko helped me because that's what Quacko does. Well, that's cheating. It's one person. One. You're not the same entity. You're two Says different you. beings. Says me. <laughs> Says the laws of existence. I can't believe this is what breaks up the Quacko Packo. <laughs> I can't believe people would cheat at this sacred game. It is bowling. Calm down, it my guy. It is sacred. <laughs> not, not really, no. It's a national level sport in Sido. We are a bum <laughs> backwood town. This is my culture. <laughs> Calm down. No, you're disrespecting my... I just went through a whole thing with your culture and you're wearing a cape now. You can respect my culture. <laughs> I'm actually choking. 
fuck. Okay. It's been a while since Gimli obliterated a twink, so <laughs> it's time to bring it back. <laughs> you know what? That's how it's gonna be. Oh. <laughs> Out of respect for my culture, I don't care enough to keep arguing with you about this. <laughs> Anyways, I think I'm waiting on your second roll still. Oh shit! <laughs> Is Quacko still cheating? Uh, no, I got called out on it, so now I'm gonna like try really hard and roll a four. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That is. Four. That is a miss, but you know, for for landing one, you get you still knock seven pins. This could be worse. Let's move on to Gimli. Uh, first one, I got a seventeen. That will get you five pins with no split chance. So you can just add your uh, next roll. Second one, dirty twenty three. That is a spare. Way to go, uh, Cindy. My first roll is a seven. Okay, uh, on a d twelve, that gets you yes. six pins with a slight uh, split chance. And then I got a dirty 12 for my second roll. Okay, that is a spare. Nicely done. Yay. All right. Very good. Good job. Yeah. I mean, Cindy's kind of cheating, too. Gimli. But... <laughs> oh, the bumpers are allowed because it's part of the game. Yeah, that's fine. You're right. You're right. Um, gotta learn somewhere. I'm just glad I'm knocking pins down. It's really awesome. You're doing great. We're here in the final round. This is where the decision is made who the bowling champion is. We're going to start with Elodie. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm still going to cheat because it's funny. Yeah, it's very um, funny. Can I roll perception? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have to see the cheat first. Time, yeah. Right. This time, I'm going to have Aubergine copycat what Key Lime just did. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, misdirection. Aubergine is um, less... Intelligent, yes. So the threshold will be worse. Elodie yes. really wants to get caught. How does copycat work? Um, you choose a target and you can redo their most recent action with your okay. own stats. You choose and stuff. the target, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm rolling intelligence for Aubergine, right? Yes, and their threshold is different too. 14. 14 is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll treat that as a bumper roll. You can roll a d12. Weird how Aubergine did it better than Keyline, but Keyline maybe yeah, is just uh, Keyline's wiring or whatever organic bionic yeah. system they use. Maybe they were overloaded by all the stimulus in this room. Keyline was respecting Gimli's culture. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Didn't really want to cheat. But this cat's a fucker. Aubergine. Oh my yeah. god. What'd you get? Yes. 20. You get that one. Yes. It's one or a 20. It's, so sick. One. it's so funny because I rolled like a 15 to try to catch you, but I don't even think it's worth it. Yeah. Even, I rolled a 17. So yeah. It's yeah. Just I'm just like, just like, give it to her. It's fine. I'm, she I'm sucks so like, bad. Like, wait, 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 wait. With my, with my 17, do I still catch her even if she's rolled poorly? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that you see Aubergine like do a little flip, which is kind of funny. Uh, and you see Aubergine's eyes kind of glow the same way that key limes do sometimes, but you don't really like notice any impact on the bowling because LD gets a gutter. So it's like so bad that you're like, I don't even did something happen. Like you, you could definitely still call her out, but like on what you know, there's no evidence. Yeah, I'm like, why did they do a flip? <laughs> why did they do a flip? Why did the cat do a flip though? Yeah, you know what? I don't think Schmidt's seen copycat either. So okay, 
Yeah. I have because <laughs> actually, can we say that Sudowoodo also does a flip? That's just what Copycat <laughs> does, dude. You that's just, just really yeah. funny to imagine the sure. goofy tree doing a flip. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> give me, give me a straight D twenty roll for Aubergine. Four. Four. Okay, cool. Uh, moving on. Give me your second roll. Uh, seventeen. Oh, seventeen's pretty good. Um, you will end this round with a score of five. Let's move on to Schmidt. Hello, Schmidt. Hello. Final round. Yes. Now's your chance. Can I make that goddamn perception check that's bothering me now? Yeah, I'll give you one more. This is your last chance. Can I say that, like, Schmidt just got his, like, chops busted, right? Yeah. So he's not going to cheat this round, and he's, like, trying to hyper-focus. Can I, like, convince you that to give me, like, some kind of bonus on this perception? Mm, Yes. I will lower the DC threshold in my brain. Okay. I don't think it mattered. I crit. <laughs> okay, great. Um, you perceive that despite not giving instruction to cheat, um, Jessica is still, in fact, schmoovin'. She's dancing, and she's enjoying the culture and the vibe of this bowling alley. Oh. That is something to consider. Okay. And we do have fried dough. I don't. <laughs> Jessica's a fighting time now. I don't know if we've established that with the rest of the party. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I'm chill with Jessica being a fighting type. That's pretty, That's pretty good type. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. Great. What would bowling type be? We'll never know. Well, uh, psychic because they were cheating. <laughs> they're playing like party music right now. It's like the party type. Yeah, if they're still playing uh, that music. Psychic because they're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and if we know anything about psychics, they're just dirty cheaters. They were, I mean, they, they were playing a rock ballad, so. Sure, they just rock. turned a rock type. <laughs> Turn to a rock type, yeah. Rock flying. <laughs> now, now associating hip hops with or just music with the type chart, like you have like hip hop was ground. That was really it. That was the that was the thing. That was the thing. Okay, I'm disappointed. I th- I thought you had you to. There's a secret base in the bowling alley to team <laughs> something, or, or like we, some we other bullshit. Was like trying to... there was a button. There was there was something that was like spying on me when I was fucking doing the mimosas thing. So I thought maybe that bullshit came back. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry to report. Dex 17, just straight. 17? In dirty roll, yeah. right? Yeah. That's five pins with no chance to split. So you may roll again. God damn it. Why have I made the same set of rolls twice? That's a seven. A seven is, in fact, a gutter ball. Because you rolled so well uh, on your perception, as the ball goes into the gutter, you do see two little like gremlin-y hands pick it up and put it, return it to the chute that brings it back to the players. And you notice a pair of twinkling gemstone eyes who is responsible oh, okay. for working okay. in the back, if you were curious. Because okay. I want to give you something for, for your effort. Uh, One Unite made me hate that fucker, so... That's yeah. fair. He's designed that's, to be that. hated, honestly. Yeah, I don't think he's supposed to be liked. Okay. As I as I get the gutter ball, I like throw my hands up in the air and I turn around. And I'm like, all right, fine. You're the better bowler. I throw my hands up in the air sometimes. That's what comes on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. The, yeah. The Pokemon equivalent of that song is the final yeah. song in the bowling alley. Um, it's Gimli's turn to prove that he is in fact the better bowler. Dirty twenty-five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, Gimli gets stop you monster. Another strike. He's been waiting to do this for a while. A little uh, flare with the glove in my hand. Like, yeah. yeah, he hasn't flexed on anyone in a minute, so it's it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just flex on? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh cindy last but not least the viper bumpers go down um i rolled an 11 okay that's great that is all but one pin knocked and then I got a five. That'll be enough, thanks to the gutters. That's a Yay. spare for you. Way to go. And Ooh. with that, still felt like it took too long as bowling always does, but it was fun the whole time. Uh, so <laughs> true. Um, that uh, for sure, uh, unexpectedly, Gimli has the top score. Let me math. It's not even hard to math. Schmidt has the second best score. Um, if you want actual totals, you have to give me a minute. And... Even honestly, without the bumpers, I think Cindy would still have the third best score and LED did very poorly. So that's our ranking. We will award Gimli with hmm. a bowling ball. Uh, How is he going to travel with that? That's a very unfortunate thing to travel with. Yeah. <laughs> um, we will give Trevor the Giggleth the ability to craft uh, very spherical rocks with finger holes in them so i could reuse my bowling passes yes absolutely um whenever i love this so much whenever is needed well i couldn't after he evolved the boulder i couldn't roll them anymore yeah we will we will award that as well as a inspiration that is a re-roll you can re-roll any dice at any time nice schmidt for getting second place gets a d8 inspiration which does not expire that he can use for anything cindy was playing with bumpers, but I want to give her something fun. Ooh, let me calculate what your score was. I'm so excited for my prize. <laughs> A lecture about cheating. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know you were cheating. <laughs> you were cheating really badly. It still didn't even well. cheat good. Yeah, I, <laughs> maybe if you had a little bit more respect for the game. And thus ends Elodie's cheating arc. Yeah. <laughs> We will we will give Cindy some real life bumpers and give her ten temporary hit points that will not expire until she loses them. She meant like elbows Elody and it's like, you know, I can give you some cheating pointers later. You know what? I'm down. Um <laughs> and now I lecture you. Elody, I saw you were cheating. Elodie gets fucking nothing. She's a disgrace. <laughs> she can't even cheat properly. Very sad. Um, she yeah, does... Hopefully it's taught you guys to respect the game a little more. <laughs> sure has. She does yeah, inc- better. <laughs> she she increases the bond with her Pokemon, as Cindy did as well. True. So there, there is something yeah, to exactly. take away. It is 11 p.m. and Greasy Timothy is looking to close up soon. Uh, is there any other points of action for you in the bowling alley? Why is this poor kid's name Greasy Timothy? That's horrible. <laughs> you gotta be real bad if you nicknamed Greasy Timothy. <laughs> it wasn't like, was the other guy that was making out with the girl, was that also Timothy that we need this t- this moniker of Greasy <laughs> Timothy? That wasn't Greasy Timothy. He was a little bit older and he was less that greasy. Was, uh, that was a... Uh, that was a... Uh, uh... Crusty Tim. Yeah, he's a little bit older. Slick Tim. Tim. This is maybe the latest the Quacko Paco has been awake and not uh, in a life or death situation, which is interesting. You, you you didn't answer my question. What was your question? Sorry. Does does Greasy Timothy shoot a shot? Oh, at Cindy. Yeah. Let me roll his charisma and see. 
God. I want to see this. Uh, I I don't. I think he has a negative charisma stat, but he didn't roll a natural eighteen. So he's trying uh, to riz me up. He's he's trying to riz up a little, but he's not very rizzy. He's got that slippery riz. Yeah. Uh, So. So as you're training, as as you're exchanging your shoes back and you're closing up for the night, um, he he looks at Cindy in the eyes and says, "Uh, my name's Timothy. It was nice to meet you. uh, And uh, here's my phone number. And he gives you a little piece of paper with a number on it. Thanks. Do you pocket it? I put it in my pocket. Okay. And give him like awkward finger guns as the, as I leave. <laughs> nice. He uh he swoons at this. He's like, oh, Rizathy, Rizathy over here, oh, Rizathy. Yeah. Let's fucking go. God, hell yeah. Nah, you want to see Timothy to, to, to slick Tim? Um, he's so smooth. Slick Tim. Yeah, he's so smooth, he's dude. Slick Tim. <laughs> the spoiler is that um. Slick Tim doesn't have a phone either. That's his like family line. It's like the landline. Uh, communication. Oh, so you gotta like talk to his mom. That middle first. school Riz. Yeah, oh, middle school God. Riz. Yeah, and be like, hello, oh, is this yeah. Mrs. Slick Tim? <laughs> uh, great. Hi, I'm calling As... to talk to Greasy Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, of course. I'm Greasy Timothy's mom. <laughs> Why do you know he's greasy? Let him shower. The whole family's greasy. They're just a bunch of greasers. I was about to say, what does greasy Tim's mom look like? <laughs> this is greasy Tim. Yo, Rolf or Milf, guys? Oh my god. Greasy Tim's guys, mom. I oh, got check. it going on. This is so unhinged. Mom. Oh, oh. Yeah, that song plays as you Jimmy's leave, actually. Dad. Yeah, just kidding. Got me down bad. Yes. I love that song so I much. Want, and I think he's a real chat. Mm hmm. That version goes so crazy. It, it does. It's Timothy, so it's not you. I'm just kind of into dudes. Okay. Guys, what we don't know is that Creasy Timothy is the BBEG. True. Oh. You guys got to kick his ass now. We got to get gotta, on his good side. Got to turn around and get in there and kick his ass. Bad guy. No, it's Calvin. I already know it's fine. It's Calvin. He comes back again. He's we like, already kicked his ass part two. I went from the ninja troop to the top of NRG. <laughs> I got my revenge. Great. Congrats on your little adventure. Yes. Um, It's late in a quiet town. The only noisy place has shut down. That's not to say there isn't still activity. There's little nighttime Pokemon scurrying about and making yeah. little squeaks and squeals and there's some people milling about. There's uh, two really lovely little natural lakes, little ponds uh, in the town that uh, some some older gentlemen are, are fishing at. But in general, Paddleberg is going to bed. What is the Quacko Paco doing? Uh, also go to bed. Okay. Yeah, do, it's bedtime. Do they camp? Do they hotel? Or do they hostel? Uh, just hostel. Quick and easy. Yeah. yeah that awesome. is my vote. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. I agree. Perfect. May I get a history check from everyone besides Cindy? Besides Cindy. Besides Cindy. Who do I know? Oh, fuck. I think I know what this is. But I rolled low. Okay. Uh, I'm proficient in history. Uh huh. Oh, my Uh, God. That makes it a 10. Okay. Gimli, what'd you get? Uh, Rolled a 15. Great. Um, Because Schmidt is the only one who achieved this check the other day, um, 
as you we'll just say in the morning when, I, I irl forgot about that until you yeah brought it up to yeah this is the second time this check has come up for the party um now at this point everyone knows that tomorrow as in like after the the day after the day after the bowling alley so two days after the bowling alley um is cindy's birthday in the morning when you wake up that tomorrow is cindy's birthday and you all know this um do you have anything you want to say before i unmute or undeafen cindy we should have like a secret meeting and like do something. I can make a cake. We just need ingredients. Okay. And a kitchen. And a kitchen. That's true and a shit. place to have a party. Okay. Oh, good lord. There's a we, lot. We could have a party outside, but the place to make the thing is kind of important, yeah. Okay. Sandy, welcome back. Thanks. You all have a restful night at the hostel. No Ooh. surprises. You wake up. This Pokemon Center has the Pokemon Center version of a hostile continental breakfast. So you can you can nom a little bit if you so desire. Of course. I will say it's about, you know, you slept in your up late. Uh, it's like 8.30 a.m. in Pedalburg City. Uh, it's, a, it's cloudy and it's windy outside. Um, what is next? Are they going to romp about the town or they just want a GTFO? I mean, we could go shopping. There is your no, classic mart. Yeah. And there is one building that seems kind of like central to the town that seems important that we have not evaluated. Those are probably the two most noteworthy uh, things in this area. Right. There's a right of learning here, isn't there? Didn't you mention that last session? Did I? I, I don't remember. I heard that. Maybe, maybe I'm just like crazy. Or well, maybe. Did we just completely miss over that? Yeah, you did no, not. There was, and that's what I'm remembering. No, um, no. Or was uh, it somebody else talking about it somewhere else, close to where we were going? Like, because aren't we going to one of the like oceany cities? That is well, a that one of the one questions of in the gym. It was not a question in the gym. The name of the institution was not the location. Regardless, I'm not going to make you do any rolls for this. There is, in fact, a right of learning. Uh, it's at the northern part of town. It says right of learning, Pedalberg. We should go to the right of learning. Okay. Is that the plan? Yep. Everyone likes that? Yep. It's been a while since the PACO visited one of these educational, scientific, research-based institutions. They approach this large building at the northern end of town, and they, they can tell that there's an old, unkept sign out front that is typical to have seen in a Pokemon gym. However, this is not a Pokemon gym. Perhaps it once was. What this is now is, in fact, a right of learning. They enter and are greeted by the normal kind of vibes that they get from the Rite of Learning, which is very scientific. Uh, there's a lot of research being done. There's Pokemon and people in lab coats running all over the place. And as the door opens, uh, you are greeted by a wild-haired man in a lab coat with glasses. Um, he is being followed by a Pokemon that you recognize from Meteor Falls. Uh, it is the floating meteor-looking Pokemon that looks like a sun. Uh, he approaches and he says, hello, trainers. My name is Dr. Takao Cosmo and welcome to the right of learning in Pedalburg city. What can I help you with? Uh, we haven't been to these in a while. Um, I need you to look at my, I don't know what he is. Pulls B now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened with this guy. <laughs> uh, this was a lot of it's <laughs> Cosmo is taken aback as is his partner, soul rock. Uh, Cosmo says, well, this is quite the way to start a conversation. Uh, tell me more about this. And he gets really close and he investigates Bean and he peers around and he's, he's very spooked, but he's very curious as well. Well, this was a lavatar that I found from a tunnel that was filled with fossils. 
and it appears to be a preserved ancient egg, but it was like just looked fresh. And we hatched him, he had no heartbeat, so he's now spooky. <laughs> uh Cosmo says, mm-hmm, yes, yeah, I, that does check out based on this appearance. I believe there isn't much of a mystery here to be had, or at least I'm not much of an archaeologist, so I can't tell you anything about his composition, which seems to be made of bone husk, which is quite interesting. But yeah. I do have to say, uh, this strange version of Pupitar that you have on you is in seemingly a ghost-type Pokemon, and it does seem to possess properties of ghost types in the sense that it is not fully alive. It experiences life, but it is not experiencing life in the same way that uh, many other creatures do. I, I think that doesn't necessarily answer any questions for you. However... Our institution specifically specializes in the evaluation of Pokemon's biosignatures, where we can gather information about them. This includes what techniques they may learn and what levels they evolve. So, uh, if you so wish, if this creature is capable of an evolution, I can give you an estimate as to far as when you may expect it. That would be great. Cosmo addresses the group. He says... Uh, This is a very energy-intensive process, so I may offer this to each of you just once, but any repeat ones will cost you $50. Is that all right? Cool. Professor Cosmo gestures, like, with an arm motion to have Bean follow him into a sort of, like, chamber of sorts. Do you allow this? Yep. Okay. Bean floats into, like, a capsule that extends from the ground to the ceiling. It's like a big old cylinder with a hole in the middle, and Bean floats into it. And Cosmo fiddles with some buttons on a tablet, and he says, all right, time to evaluate. And there's some whirring sounds, and there's, like, little laser beams, and they kind of scan all over beams, and they're kind of checking it out. And Cosmo says, wow, this is a very unique biosignature. This is incredible. And he gets a readout, and he says, well, based on our understanding of this Pokemon, seems pretty similar to uh, what we would expect a Tyranitar to evolve into. You can expect this approximately around level 11 or 12 does that work for you yeah that makes sense cosmo says very well i'd be very curious to see what the evolution of this creature might look like me too (laughs) he says i can offer you the same service with the same catch as far as acquirable moves we can uh research moves that they can learn and we can teach almost any of them uh and i will do that for each trainer for free one time but additionally will cost you $100 per technique taught. So uh, since we have uh, Bean, you said was his name, inside of our scanner, uh, I could introduce you to some techniques that he may learn if you wish. That would be great. Um, Cosmo, once again, he doesn't need to do a rescan because his device already analyzed that, Um, but he takes a look at the moves that Bean is capable of learning. Uh, The list of these moves includes Crunch, Thrash, Hyper Beam, Stone Edge, Dragon Dance, Iron Head, Outrage, and Ancient Power. Um, I'm curious about Dragon Dance and Ancient Power. Okay. Um, we've done Dragon Dance before, I believe. Don't doesn't Schmidt have a Dragon Dance? Yes. Yeah. Um, I trust. Yeah, I trust your notes more than mine on that move. <laughs> Would you mind checking that out? As an action, channel Draconic Energy and double your damage bonus on all attacks for one minute. Yep, that's that's it. 10 PP. Yep. Range is just self. What I currently have for Ancient Power is a damaging move, of course. It's a melee. It's an action-based move that calculates its damage based on strength or dexterity. Um, on a natural 19 or 20, all of your damage relevant damage scores increase by one. 
So uh, the number of dice, the tier of dice, and then your damage bonus increases by one, which is pretty, pretty strong if it happens. Um, and that happens for the rest of the combats. Not the strongest move at your current level. It will give you 2d8 plus nine damage. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Okay. Any, any yeah. Now, you know, great. Cool. Professor Cosmo says, thank you very much. Who would like to go next? Sure. I'll, I'll go. go. Okay. No. Never mind. Fight for yeah. it. No, I heard I heard uh, Sch- I heard Schmidt first, so we will I'll fight for it. Okay, you guys can fight for it, actually. I won't. Okay. So you're good. You you can. You can go. Come on, I wanna fight. I feel like Cindy like Schmidt would step forward and be like, I would do it, and Cindy's like, ah, okay. That's fair. <laughs> uh yeah, again, Dr. Cosmo is offering to determine an evolution level, if you so wish, or and or teach and learn about moves that you can learn that aren't normally accessible to your Pokemon. Yeah, I would like to do both. Okay. I would like to hand him Walter. Walter for evolution or for for both of those things? For both, yes. Okay. Cosmo puts Walter, the big, friendly, lovable Dunsparce, uh, inside the scanning machine, and Walter just kind of vibes as he gets just like ran over um with the blazers and cosmo says oh very interesting it seems that this creature is dependent on evolution based on its ability to know a certain attacking move um once it knows that move and experiences a level up it will evolve into its evolved form okay what's the move the move is hyper drill okay can he learn that move he can be taught that move without a level up right meow if you wish i don't know why i said right meow (laughs) Uh, I see a cat boy. <laughs> Professor Cosmos a cat boy. Uh, no. Um please I need that as my head cannon. Sure. Yeah. He yeah. I don't know how to flank for that, but he, he likes cats. Uh great. Can't believe that just happened. Um yeah. He he is able to teach Walter Hyperdrill right now. Okay. I do that. Okay, for what move? Oh oh shit. What type of hyperdrill? Normal. Normal. Yeah. Uh, do it over rage. Okay. Um, yeah. I will send you proper notes in the future. Um, it is pretty similar to drill run, but it's just like better. And, uh, it ignores any adjustments that are made to armor class or, uh, like protecting elements, which is pretty cool. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Walter now knows hyper drill and in one more level will experience an evolution. So you desire, those are your cool. free perks. You may pay for more if you wish. I'm good. Okay. Cindy was next in line. Cindy, what you doing? Um, I'm gonna send out Izzy. Okay, Izzy the Lizzie. Uh, Izzy enters the scanner. Izzy's chilling. It goes. It makes all these sounds, and the lasers go. And Cosmos says, "Ah, you're very lucky. You got yourself a female Salandit. This will experience evolution in any moment. It seems that Izzy just needs to experience one great feat or one successful battle, and Izzy is prepared to evolve." Yay! Doctor Cosmo continues to research information about moves that izzy may have access to that can get early access thanks to the services of this right of learning studying techniques izzy can get flame burst toxic nasty plot venom drench belch fake out knockoff snatch veno shock i might have already said that um overheat which you're familiar with confide and thief it's a lot. Do any of those interest you? Flamethrower. I didn't say uh, flamethrower. What is the flame burst one or whatever? Yeah, flame burst. Flame burst is fun. 
flame burst is a little fireball that uh is a roll to hit but um nearby opponents if it is successful hit will also just take damage without like additional damage not as much as the initial hit on your target but um, any creature within 10 feet of the target um, will also just take fire damage okay and what about what fake out fake out yeah fake out is fun I currently have fake out, but this is subject to change that only on the user's first turn of combat, the user may make a melee attack on a target and that target will not be able to take an action that turn. It deals damage too. I, I don't know. Flame burst seems very up your alley. Yeah, flame burst does seem up there. Okay. And you have a chance to set your party on fire with that one. Pretty good. That is pretty Cindy. Yep. I can replace mm-hmm. Ember with that because it's like a better ember right yeah it, it is stronger than ember and it has more effects it doesn't burn but it's still really good that sounds good great we will track that and now cindy has the knowledge that izzy will evolve at any time just needs to do a thing do something yeah do something that is all the free services will cindy pay for anything um i i i don't want like a full like scan but i want to know like more information about this trubbish oh the trubbish <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't want like the full scan. Is there maybe like a reduced rate or something like yeah. just to glean some yeah, 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 information yeah. and stuff? Because I, I really don't know anything about it. And he's not mine. That's great. <laughs> I love that. Do you tell Cosmos he's not yours? I just kind of say like we we saved him and we're trying to like take care of him until we can find his owners. <laughs> I, I love a good throwback. That's fantastic. Cosmo says, absolutely, yeah, I can offer you, just for a general review, uh, 25 Pokemon dollars. Okay. Do you do it? Yep. Okay. You send out Trubbish. Not your Trubbish. You haven't seen this Trubbish in a while. He is instantly very stinky. That's kind of like what he does best. He's a stinky guy. And Cosmo puts him in the machine. He gets all laser beamed up. And Cosmo says, very well, I'll give you a brief rundown. This is, in fact, a Trubbish. It is male. It is, this is kind of just game logic, but Cosmo expresses to you that this Trubbish is level six. It has pretty average stats. Its ability is Stench, and uh, it is proficient in survival, and that's pretty much the gist you get from it. It's a stinky little guy. Is that what you were looking for? There's nothing you can glean about who he belongs to. (laughs) I don't Uh, know if there's any way to, like, test that. Like, how do you find... Dr. Cosmo... Yeah. yeah. Dr. Cosmo says that is something that individuals can do. There is a feature known as a trainer ID that is assigned to Pokeballs that trainers acquire. However, we at this research institution do not have access to that. That is more of a legal slash government operation. So unfortunately, we cannot be doing that sort of research for you. However, beware uh, that if you say you, you rescued this trubbish, so to speak, um, there is often uh, if the owners are easily identified, there can be a uh, what's the word? Uh, an undisputable removal of this Pokemon should you go with that route, which may be a good thing, but based on your description, it may not be a good thing. So that is up to you. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. He says you're very welcome. That leaves Elodie. Elodie, what's your plan? Yeah. Cool. Um, I will bring out Keyline. Keyline. Why are you trying to get the full rundown on Keyline? Yes, please. Both services? Yes. Okay. Uh, Keyline gets an evaluation. Uh, the lasers go... 
and uh, Doctor Cosmo says, "This is really fascinating. I this is similar to to the undead pupitart that we've seen earlier, but this is truly something else. The organic components of this Pokemon are seemingly uh, how do I describe this? A cyborg in nature." seemingly uh introduced through an outside force and they are they possess technology that i've never seen before or witnessed this is quite quite interesting uh he says regardless that is not necessarily any of my business or my job at the current moment however this would be a fascinating pokemon to conduct extensive research on that being said uh this pokemon can experience an evolution and it seems that it would experience it at approximately level 11 okay as far as moves to be learned cosmo looks at his tablet and says this is extensive i wonder if this has anything to do with uh, this pokemon's unusual organic makeup um key lime has access to we did we do brick break we taught brick break right yeah no. we talked about brick, we talked brick about brick break, break. Right. so yeah so right. brick, brick break is there um there's also aurasphere there's dazzling gleam there's encore energy ball fire punch future sight knockoff uh low kick poison jab psycho cut reflect there's a lot are you keeping up <laughs> uh, dang yeah uh there's spirit break taunt and icy wind dang okay cosmo is very oh, impressed jeez <laughs> can i hear uh psycho cut you absolutely may let's check out psycho cut for what I currently have for Psycho Cut is a move that's based on either Dexterity or Wisdom, which doesn't come up very often. Um, it's a ranged attack, so but a roll to hit, and on a 19 or or 20, you get a critical hit. At your current uh, situation, it would deal 2d8 plus what's your damage bonus? Uh, what's your confusion damage bonus? Plus six. Okay, 2d8 plus six would be the damage on Psycho Cut currently. I'm thinking that Psycho Cut might be a good replacement for Confusion. You may lock that in if you so wish. I believe that I will do that. Okay. Um, Iron Grace learns Psycho Cut. Very cool. That's all of the free services. Dr. Cosmo um, says, is there anything else I can do for it? And then at that moment, all of the lights go off. And Cosmo Ooh. says, not again. Just give it one second. And he says, Peter... And then uh, there's a funny looking chubby rat Pokemon with a long tail with a lightning bolt at the end. And he says, we'll need your help again. And Peter says, and rubs his cheeks together and zaps a little conductor in the corner. And the building regains power once again. And Cosmo says, we didn't always have this problem. This is a this is a new occurrence. But thanks. Thanks to Peter and some of their friends around here, we we are able to to restore our energy it's it's been a non-stop problem i expect it to get worse in coming days but no information on a solution so we're just doing our best and he says sorry about that tangent uh is there anything else i can do for all of you wonderful trainers i don't think so right guys i think we're good is i mean yeah. is is the is there anything we can do for you this is with this power issue right. right it seems like you you guys have a problem we you have a lot of experience fixing power <laughs> that did, is true actually new Marvel's power problem so do you mention that new model? Yeah, we did do that. Um, Doctor Cosmo says, "Oh wow, you trainers are very involved." My uh, my father, his name is Rizo. Uh, he he's no longer with us, unfortunately, but he works for the organization known as Greater Mauville Holdings, which is responsible for all sorts of projects. Some of them public, some of them secret. 
uh, including New Mauville. So it's fascinating that you went there. He was responsible for a lot of the, the, the work with that occurred in that place. He says, no one ever talks about new models, so I'm just very impressed with that. Yeah, the I, for you as trainers, I don't think that there's anything that you can that, that can't be done. Uh, this has just been a, a more or less recent problem over the last few months, and it's not just ex- experiencing our building in, in Pedalberg, but it seems that all over the, the region there's been problems with energy that we're still sorting out. It seems that there's something wrong with the grid. Hopefully someday we'll we'll get to the bottom of it. But for now, thanks to Peter and our friends, it's not affecting our research too much. It's a recurring problem. Hmm. It's as if something is drawing in that power. Hmm. Hmm. Um. <laughs> Anything else for the gamers in the right of learning? I'll put Trebish away. Okay. It is less stinky. The stinky boy. <laughs> yeah. The moment you do so, it is it is less stinky. Um, Trebish enjoyed getting out for a second, though. You didn't throw up anywhere? No. No oh. vomit. Not this time. Not this Not time. Not this time. If he you ask him to do something, he throws up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you ask him to do something, he will just throw up and not do it. <laughs> it depends on what it is. <laughs> he just gets nervous, you know. Any other? Well, qu- to be fair, the one time I did ask him to throw up because I thought it would be corrosive, and then it wasn't. It was just throw up because he <laughs> it was, was just, just, just a guy. <laughs> is there anything else the Paco wants to talk to Doctor Cosmo about, or do around in this building, or are they going to move on? Thanks for your help. For real, for real. Yeah, no mm-hmm. No cap, as no the cap. kids say. <laughs> On God. On God. Uh, Is that right? Am I doing that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're doing art. great. It's <laughs> like four foot tall, like dwarven ass. Yeah. <laughs> On God. No cap, for real, for real. On God. <laughs> On God, for real, for real. Uh, yeah, Doctor yeah. Cosmo doesn't really know how to take that from uh, a contemporary of of his age. He's he says understood. Yes, of course. And he waves you off if you are to be leaving. Thank you. Have a good day. So with the Paco departing from the right of learning, who knows where they're off to next? Will they return west to Route 104 to see what their options are for crossing the sea? Uh, will they go east into unknown territory for no known reason? No but... discernible reason <laughs> yeah. at all. <laughs> but they may do it. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? We went bowling with this episode. The... We're crazy. There's like... a there's only one way to find out, and we will have to check in with that in our next session. Hello, and thank you for listening to the latest episode of Dunsparce and Drampa. Special thanks to our latest patrons being Gail, Jacob, Cooper, Mesmer, and Josiah. Thanks to these five people, as well as many others, we're able to make this podcast possible, as well as grant access to these individuals to special post-show discussions for every group episode and more benefits found only on patreon.com slash dunsparse. As a result of a joke made in a post-show discussion, we have a coupon code for the merch store that you can find on the link tree page. Using code SCHMIDTPOG420, which is S-C-H-M-I-D-T-P-O-G-420 on the merch store, you can save $4.20 on any purchase over $15 on the merch store until April 20th. If you're thinking about getting some merch, now is the time. Thank you as always for your support. Please find us on Twitter and on Discord, and we are looking forward to sharing the next Quacko Paco adventure with you soon. No Uh, cap. I'm imagining like fucking uh, the the dwarf from the actual Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> being like, you have my axe on guard for real, for real. No if I had to do this with anyone, I'm glad it was you. And it's like me too on guard for real, for real. No cap, no cap. <laughs>